Yo, what up everybody? Welcome to the Inside Scoop on Mental Health with Bracken Lovell and Brandon Paxton, where we discuss mental health and focus on changing the stigma associated with mental illness. Remember, we're not professionals, but we do care about making a difference. We're here to give you the inside perspective from those living with mental health-related concerns. Please reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook with any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show. And please don't ever hesitate to reach out and ask somebody for help if you're struggling, and that includes us. Enjoy this week's episode of the Inside Scoop on Mental Health. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Inside Scoop on Mental Health. We are excited to have a little bit of a different discussion today. We've got our friend Antonio on, and we're going to just ask him a few questions, get to know him, and he's got a lot of great insights. He's really had some good experiences, some good stories, and we're excited to hear from him. So, Antonio, you want to just go ahead and give us a little bit of background, where you're from, what's your story? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm... I'm 23. Uh, just recently, 23, um, and I was born in Florida. Grew up mostly in Utah, and um, I go I go to school at Weaver State. Um, I'm studying psychology, uh, and yeah, I mean, what else do you guys want to know, or what else should I? Yeah, so I I'm super interested in um, kind of your outlook on life. I've always learned a lot from you. Um, and you mentioned that you study psychology. I know you're super into economics too. Um, how do you, you know, what, what interests you in behavioral health kind of globally or economically? What are you seeing and what, what interests you in that aspect? I just think it's like really interesting. Like, I don't know, like, I, I think there's a lot of, in, like, there's a lot of overlap between the two. Like, I mean, economics is a lot of numbers and a lot of, a lot of just looking at things from like a more like an analytical or like you know you got to look at it from the facts perspective and, and psychology is a lot of looking you got to make some observations about some maybe unobservable behaviors um and, and so there's a lot of it but there is some overlap i do think and, and i find that overlap and how people just interact with each other like not only just like person to person but also how they interact with with the with these businesses and stuff and that's what i find interesting like why do people why do people buy certain things or certain products or or listen to the, you know, the podcast that they listen to and it's just like those certain like things that people do and, and are motivated for whatever reasons and, and that cause them to spend money or lose money I just kind of I think that stuff is really interesting right it is I think you make a good point about them having a lot of overlap because you know economics basically is like the psychological aspect of money, the way I see it and, and the, the government, the way that it works, you know, are, um, it's, it's super interesting. And especially right now we're in a, we're in a weird time. Yeah. We um, are. What do you have to say about that? It's just crazy. Like it's been such a, it's, it's such a crazy time and I'm so been so bored at home. Um, like I've always been interested in stocks, but and I have like a lot of free time and, 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 and the time and the ability to kind of get involved in it. And so I've just been like reading up on this stuff and it's just crazy, like to see what the government's willing to do to, to, to keep this economy going. And, and cause if you think about it, like in February, things were really kind of on the numbers. If you look at things on the paper, things are really, really good. And at all, I really like pretty level, uh, you know, all time highs or record highs. And so to go to March, 
into April, it's just crazy to think that like we're at where we're at now. And, uh, and so it's just super interesting to see like how, you know, this, this government's they'll say they've come out and said, you know, we're not going to, we're going to do any, everything possible to keep it going. And so it's just very interesting, like things they would never do are doing now. And so it's a fascinating time. And more of a behavioral health sense, how would you say that this, the time we're living in the, the all this craziness that's going on, how has that affected people mentally? I don't know. I'm, I, it's going to be super interesting to see, like, cause like you can, you can go and see that people when they're unemployed and they have these stresses, um, that, that can cause negative health outcomes. Like we know that people, if they're unemployed or struggling with like underemployment, underemployment, um, they're going to be depressed. They're going to be more likely to be depressed or have anxiety. And, and that can even cause problems with, uh, you know, if you're stressed out, you're not thinking at 100%, you know, you're not 100% you. And so it's interesting that we have 20, 30 million people now all of a sudden stressed out, like, they're unemployed They're, you know, and so it, that's, that's really interesting. I think that's something that we've never quite seen. Cause I can't imagine in the 1920s behavioral health was at the forefront of what, you know, people were studying. I mean, there were, you know, a lot of psychologists at that time, like William James and stuff, but it, to say like it's in the same sense that it is today, I don't, I don't think that's the case, you know, like, behavioral health has had and mental health has had a much more it's had much more development the field than it has like in the 20s last time we had such a crazy unemployment numbers I think so that's I find that interesting um that it's like so we can study that now like we couldn't study that in the 1920s so we we are able to study that now right and it's interesting because we have come leaps and bounds. You know, we've, we've talked about on, on the show before how um, even just generation to generation, it changes and we kind of warm up to it a little bit more, um, which is good. It's a good thing. Um, and that's kind of, you know, the goal of this show. But how does this knowledge help you in your daily routines? You know, because it is it is a struggle. You know, it's not easy. Yeah, I, I, like the struggle of maybe understanding like behavioral health a little bit because you know you're studying it or, or or how do you how are you meaning? Well, you mentioned that you study psychology. Um, I know you read it, read a lot of books, do a lot of things like that. So, how how does this knowledge help you to stay on top of your life just day in and day out? I think it. I think for me, like, and you mentioned, I like I, I do read a lot, and uh, I think for me, just kind of staying busy um, is. I think that's kind of how I deal with that, that mental health aspects, those the anxiety or with the, with the depression kind of things. I kind of, I'll tend to put myself into read or focus in on something or, or, or try to travel somewhere or do something. So I, just cause he's like, Oh, you know, these things are there. Like everybody, you know, you know, you deal with depression or, you know, you, you know, you have anxiety over things. And so it's like, what are things that are going to, do to help me overcome that and for me it's just trying to stay as busy as possible right and whatever form that might take because now it's a little hard to be act like physically busy um but at least to be mentally occupied yeah i like that you mentioned that it is hard to be physically active at these times especially when we're kind of cooped up in our houses and i'm sure you know this from 
all all the studying that you've done and psychology and a lot of books that you've read um our physical health is huge it's a huge part of our mental health so when we're not physically active it actually takes a very large toll on our mental health and i think that's something that's really hard for people during this time when we're stuck in our houses they can't go to the gym they can't necessarily go outside and do their normal workout routines that they're so used to and people mm-hmm. are struggling with that i have two questions maybe one how do you think that that's a, affecting people and two how do you think we can overcome that i it's interesting i was i i would i wonder if people are transitioning to other um kind of other outlets because i was like i was driving by uh there's like a there's a canyon right by my house a hiking trail and i've never seen the parking lot so full or the parking area because it's not just one lot it was from the parking lot was completely full and then the the whole street all the way down like i've never seen it so far and i mean it was just chock full of cars and that's just one trail they're closed and stuff i wonder if people are trying to get outside more and stuff like um I don't know, like in Grand Junction, I don't know if you noticed, Bracken. A week ago, you seemed like you were outside all the time. But uh, so I think, I think to answer kind of question, I think some people are at least transitioning, being like, oh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't stand being in the house, so let me at least get outside. Um, so I think some people are doing that, which is kind of interesting from a behavioral standpoint, I think. Like, right, and it's huge. It's so important to get outside and – and do something besides just kind of sit there, you know, it, it, you, it's like, uh, it's like that analogy of the empty stage, you know, you sit, you sit there with an empty stage, you let your mind be an empty stage, then the bad thoughts, the bad, the negative thoughts are going to creep in. But if you're out actively taking care of yourself, you know, your self care, you're taking breaks, you're eating right. Yeah. Um, and then you can manage that. And, and you're right. I know I, I do spend a lot of time outside because I need that. I go crazy when I'm sitting inside. Um, and it's the exact same here. You know, there are a few state parks nearby and every single time we go for a run or on a hike or whatever, we have to park like a mile away from everything. So (laughs) no, it's true. It's good. I I was actually very happy to see that and happy to hear you say that in Utah as well. I think people are forced to get creative, like, or, you know, they're redirecting all this time that they normally would have, you know, like all the people that would normally be going on, on, to do to the movie theaters are now spending that money and doing something else. So I think it's just interesting to see like what those people are doing. How many people have you guys seen home Depot recently? Have you guys driven by a home Depot? Oh, go do that. You'll see. <laughs> it's insane. Absolutely insane. It's like, there's a line, there's going to be a line like out, like there's a massive line. Like I'll guarantee it. It's just crazy. So it's like, I think people are just getting creative and, yeah. and uh, but it will be interesting to see like, how many of these behaviors stay? How many people use Instacart or, you know, how many people will continue washing their hands? (laughs) (laughs) You wish it was high at first, but apparently it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was at a, I was at a restaurant the other day and just talking with some lady. She mentioned that she's been filling up the soap dispenser in their restrooms nine times more than the usual. <laughs> nine times more? That's Yeah, that means nobody was washing their hands before this. <laughs> that's shocking. That's, oh, wow, that's horrible. Yeah, that's definitely a behavior that I hope and pray will stay. <laughs> it's 
clean. Yeah, I really, oh man, that's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that we have to have a pandemic to teach us how to do these things. But, you know, back to your point, it's cool that people are like renovating. They're out making themselves busy. I love that we're innovators like that. It makes me happy to hear that we're finding ways, you know, and that actually kind of gives me hope that, you know, the economy will do the same because we have innovators and we have creators. So that's pretty cool. I think, I think it will be interesting to see. I think it will, I mean, I always, there'll be like a transition, you know, I think there'll be people that you're, this opportunity is no longer present. So those you'll, you'll see a transition, you know, and we'll see a transition to these types of things. They talk about needing all these people to do contact tracing, you know, they need people to go, well, those are jobs that need to be filled, you know? So I think there'll be a transition and, and, and we'll see start. It will be interesting to see like what the next year is like, because it will be definitely different, especially like traveling and they talk about needing a health passport. I saw that Delta, the CEO of Delta was saying you might need a health passport. Like, and so it'd just be interesting to see what the next year uh, comes, you know, and brings. So you've been uh, studying abroad for, quite some time I don't know exactly how long but you mentioned that you were in Moscow to me and I, I kind of had the thought I was wondering what were the or Warsaw, Warsaw oh sorry Warsaw you were there right before all this went down everything shut down they started sending everybody home uh what were the differences that you saw there and here in America how did they handle it compared to how we're handling it here I feel like there so there it was like March 13th 13th to the 14th and they they said schools shut down they said grocery stores and it was just like it was just definitive like there was no i mean i guess i'll preface this by saying one i was in a bubble so I, i'm in an english-speaking bubble right so i mean i can look at the news in polish and then translate it but it is different like i'm a, I'm a foreigner in a different country so you kind of are in this bubble but i mean you're able to read the news and see it in, in person so it was like okay so the sense you're getting is it, it just seemed uniform. Like there, the government made the decisions. We're going to close schools now. We're going to close uh, bars, restaurants. If you want to eat out, if you want to eat, it's got to be takeout. Um, so they, they did all these things that like most governments have done, but it was just, this is what's going to happen. And this is it. Like there's no, there's, there was no like inner fighting. The big, the big kind of, um, I guess political like debate that was caused was they have their elections in just a couple of days, actually on May 5th. Um, and so that's causing a lot of political problems there that they're saying like, move it back. That's not fair because the incumbent president gets all this airtime because he's constantly on air. Um, and so that's, that's kind of, that was what the, I guess the, I don't know, the, the, the political fighting was there. Not so much that the churches needed to be closed um, or that they were closing certain things. It was just, we're going to close them. Um, and this is for the betterment of Poland as a whole. So it was more of a, I, I saw more as we're going to hunker down together as Poland. They also, they also did um, one thing that I did find interesting was they um, have this phone app and it like the police can send a, send a request to you and you have to respond with a selfie within 20 minutes or so. 
and it um, and then it checks to make sure that you're inside and that you are within your home, like a geofence is like it puts a fence around your home. And then so you have to meet these conditions or else they'll come and visit and you'll be fined like 10,000 euros. So it's quite a, they took it very serious, I think like, and they made this, they made, they made this app uh, accounts for people automatically. Like if they had traveled overseas and like they were just required, like there was no question. So it was interesting, but some of that stuff would not fly in the United States. I don't think, <laughs> especially the app, like there's no way, but yeah, there'd be a lot of unhappy people about that. Yeah. So I think there was the big difference that like culturally they could do things that we wouldn't or couldn't. And that's the same. Like you could look at South Korea, like we wouldn't be able to pull that off and, and same with China. So I think it's very, and what are you referring to specifically just for the listeners? Uh, like how, like in China, they can shut down a whole city. And just redirect, like and they sent forty thousand medical workers to Wuhan. Like, we can't do that in the United States. Like, we have a shortage of every. I'm pretty sure there's a shortage, like, in most medical professions. So we just we we couldn't do that. Or like in Korea, they like again they used a phone app and and tracked people, um, and, and were able to find people. So I, I just think I don't think we would be able to do those types of things. Mm -hmm. um or wouldn't want to do those things like the people wouldn't want those things right but i don't know i don't i mean i don't know what you guys would think on those things if if you guys would be comfortable with the phone app you know i I don't i don't actually know about brandon it's not something we've talked about but um it depends um it depends where we are i i personally think i would be tend to be more on the other side of no i don't i don't want to be tracked on my phone um i I definitely wouldn't like that. Um, but I, I put a lot of thought into it and living in the Czech Republic, like, like, let's say I was in the Czech Republic there again. I, I don't know that I would care as much because it's just the way things were. So I always have to put things in perspective like that. Um, because I tend to be pretty conservative in my thinking. Um, but over there it was, it was, it was just, different if you understand what i'm saying so yeah, no i know what you mean. i was just okay with the way that it was over there even though i tend to be conservative here yeah i agree i think that obviously i think it also depends on the location within the united states because different areas were mm. hit harder than other areas and so they had to go into those extreme measures um i'm not saying that that's necessarily the answer is to track people on their phones but um, I think there, I'd be more understanding if I was in one of those areas that people are really getting hit with it. Yeah. And that makes sense. I just, I just wanted to, cause I just found that so interesting. Like they just rolled out this app and it was like, there's no questions. And it was even like, if you, f- cause the, the Polish airline, they, they have a the Polish government, like the Polish government has an airline and, um, that airline was flying Polish citizens back. And if they flew you back or you came into the country, um, when you passed through the airport, you would be required to download the app and they would make an account for you right there. So it's just like really interesting, like to see, you know, so you had one too. No, I didn't. I didn't. It was for Polish people coming into Poland. Okay. Just citizens. Yeah. And then like, even, well, even, and then Polish people that were, anybody that was under quarantine. So they, you know, they're contact tracing people. And if you get hit on like the list, like I had a friend and 
one of the other people in the student body group got and like the student body president got COVID. And so he, this other friend had to go quarantine as well. Cause he was in that, he interacted with that person within like that period of time. So they had to download the app and stuff and there's just anybody under quarantine. It makes sense. Yeah. So a, a couple of weeks ago, you and I were talking about um, your dad. Um, your dad's yeah. a rad tech, correct? Or respiratory therapist. Respiratory therapist. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. Respiratory therapist. So huge need, even in the States, huge need yeah. for respiratory therapist. Kind of, could you talk about that a little bit? What's going yeah. on back East? So yeah, he actually, he took a job, um, to do, to go out to New Jersey, um, and work on a hospital there. Um, and it's like a really big COVID hospital. I think they have a few hundred people there. Um, but he was saying actually just yesterday that they're actually kind of reaching their plateau. Um, so that they're going to start transitioning the hospital back to being able to do some elective procedures and things. Um, but at the same time he got extended out through, through July. So, um, it's kind of interesting. Like this whole thing is so up in the air and I guess it just kind of, things are very fluid. And so he's at least, um, he's at least there and, and liking it so far. Um, but yeah, apparently they're, they're definitely a lot further ahead than, than we are even in Utah. So. Uh, in what aspect? Uh, like in, in cases, in terms of cases. Like, okay. You mean like with the plateau? Yeah. It, well, even, even if, if Utah's hitting their plateau, we're just, we just don't have anywhere near as many cases as like they do. We just have so many, you know? And so, um, but definitely a different way of living out there. Like it's more, more Metro and people live on a lot bigger populations. So, but so far it's been good for him and, and he's been enjoying it a lot. So it's been, every day's different. It's like being on deployment. He said, yeah, he knows both sides of that, huh? Yeah, he does know both sides of that. So, um, he he's been enjoying it, and 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 it's cool because it's like people are from everywhere there too. So it's almost like it really is almost like the Air Force, uh, like a deployment like in that sense. You got people from all over the world coming together and just busting it out to get it done, which is really cool. Earlier, I know you you were talking a little bit about how things might change after this whole. Uh, quarantine and social distancing um, things are starting to open up at least here in Utah a lot of businesses are opening up May 1st um, that's going to allow a lot more people to interact but I still think things are going to be different um, what's your what's your opinion on that how do you think things are going to change how do you think people's behaviors are going to be different I just I, it's so crazy because I don't, it's like, you just don't really know, but I would think that people are going to, I think we're going to see a lot of people just continue to use like Amazon and, and, and think things like Amazon or online deliveries for like groceries and, and those types of things. I think we're going to see people keep trending towards. And I think, I, I think people are already pretty content to be in home, be like inside all day. Like you almost have no reason to leave your home. And I think, I, I think that's going to kind of continue. I think we'll see people like keep working from home. Um, I know a lot of my friends, they got a survey at their work and they all said they would just rather work from home, you know? And I, I, so I think we'll see a lot of people want to work from home and um, at least for the next six to eight months, I mean, like they're not going to do 
uh, concerts in New York or Los Angeles until 2021. So I think, I think it's ambitious to think that we're going to have like graduations and stuff uh, before we have concerts, you know, so anything, anything with people at scale before 2021, you know, I think would be ambitious. I think we'll see a lot of just things tend to be more intimate and, um, and just trend towards being smaller experiences with people. And a lot of like traveling. I don't think people are going to do flying <laughs> as much. I don't know. Would you guys get on a plane anytime soon? I'd like to go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> would you drive or fly? Um, I don't know. I don't think I would mind flying, but I, again, I think that's a little, maybe a little aggressive to start thinking about on that scale. Um, but I don't know. I haven't really thought deeply into the flying scene. I think I would do it if if I knew there were precautions to take. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't really have as big of a risk as somebody that has a, a large family because for me to travel, um, it's mainly going to affect me, but I can I can go home and, and interact with very few people. Um, whereas somebody mm. with a family, they go and they travel, they come back to their family and they're interacting with those people regularly. And then they go and interact with the people that outside of their household. And so there's just a lot more interaction with people that have families or people that, um, maybe even those that have, um, elderly in their home, that's a huge risk. So that's something you got to take uh, in consideration with traveling. I'm, I mean, I'm not anywhere near my grandparents at the moment. And so it's easy for me to be like, Oh yeah, not a big risk. Whereas other people, they live with their grandparents. They're like, I can't be going to these places with a lot of people, you know? Exactly. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It's just going to be so interesting to see what, what people do. But I was, what I've been seeing that people are cruise lines are seeing that they're, their bookings for 2021 are not only at what they were at for the previous year, they're actually increased year over year. So I, again, it's just, just going to be so interesting to see, like, I think, I think human nature will tend to just put things back to where they would like them to be. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting. Like, but I don't know why you'd want to go on a cruise now. They <laughs> 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 yeah, always seem so sketchy, but now they're, breathing all that recirculated air yeah be quarantined for two weeks on a boat <laughs> i don't know that i could do that <laughs> that would be rough i don't know that would be really rough I and mean, what if the electricity went out yeah no uh-uh yeah there's too much that could go wrong there yeah i don't know you traveled recently you traveled during the pandemic what what was it like it was weird it was like you you we got to the air i got to the airport and it was just like it was empty because there was only like the two flights happening and then there was lines for everything. And, and, um, but there, and there was tons of police and then it was just really quiet and eerie. And like, it was just weird. You could tell no one really wanted to be there. And like, you know, it was really weird. It was cheap, <laughs> but, and the plane was the plane. It was like a Warsaw to Chicago and, uh, the flight and it, and it was surprisingly full. Um, but then we still had plenty of room in between us. And then, and then we, then the Chicago flight to Salt Lake was, was empty, you know? And so it's just weird. It was like, oh, this is like really weird that this few of people are even flying, you know? And, uh, 
but I was at the same time was like, I hope this isn't the future of flying. Cause this was brutal. It was, everything took 10 times as long, you know, mm-hmm. and then you got to get your temperature checked and uh, do some extra paperwork and stuff. And it was just like, ah, oh, this is not fun. So right. hopefully, hopefully some, uh, some smart scientist cracks out a vaccine super quick. <laughs> That'd be nice. That'd be nice for sure. <laughs> and then they can get the supply chain up. Yeah. Bracken, I actually have a question for you. You work a little bit with families and, and youth. Um, have you seen how the coronavirus has affected families in, in a, this pandemic with everything going on? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Um, I would say it's especially the families that I work with, it, it's affected them a lot because these are children that are at a higher risk. Um, and so they, they already like, they come with me and, and other coaches and mentors because they need, um, that extra learning time, that extra, um, time out in the community or away from home or whatever the reason is. Um, and so now they're being told to stay home. Uh, we're trying to do meetings over zoom or, or whatever the medium may be. And it's definitely affecting them, but, um, I've been surprised and we've come up with some things, some ways to play different games and, um, get outside and do different things. So yes. And no, I, I've, the kids are resilient, man. Like they'll, they figure out ways and it's awesome to see, but at the same time, it's definitely affecting them. I think they're ready for it to be over. And, you know, I was actually, I'm glad you asked that because I was thinking about that when Antonio was talking, um, you know, at some point this will end and, you know, slowly we have to start, going back outside, going into things, you know, I, I got surgery yesterday. I wouldn't have thought that I would have gotten non-essential surgery at this point, but, but yeah, you know, I did and everything's fine. So, um, and I think that that's kind of the way things will go. Some things will change. Some things will go back, go back to normal and we'll forever talk about 2020. I know I went to the dentist today and it was surprisingly like, it was weird, but I mean, there was no waiting. I got, I, I pulled up into the parking spot, texted, I was there, came out, took my temperature, went inside, got some hand sanitizer, put some mouthwash in. Like it was pretty quick actually. Like there was no real, I was like, Oh, I actually kind of like this. Yeah. You know, there might be some better things that come out of it. And, and like you said, if people all wash their hands, then that's not bad. And, and the soap people might not care if the soap being replaced nine times more. (laughs) But do you think, do you think Bracken like it's as effective or do you think like, like, do you think there's maybe like learning, learning, diminishing, like diminished returns on the learning because it's happening through zoom and not through like the face to face, or do you think it's still good that they're getting to see this, these positive role models? A great question. Um, it depends on the age. So the, I typically work with teens and then I have a few adult clients, but I have one, I have one child that's younger and, uh, this child is, this this child in particular is more difficult because obviously he's a kid like he's he, it's harder to pay attention if if I'm just there on the phone it's not the same so I've noticed we've had to go shorter increments of time make sure that you know you're really planned out and you make sure they're having a good time and his you know his family tells me that he's enjoying it but it's hard to see that because you know they're kids kids lose track of you know they're not going to pay attention that long yeah. um, but the teens actually, I feel like it's benefited because they have 
a medium. They have a set apart time where they can talk and vent and not be judged. Um, so that's, it's been really cool in that way. And you make a great point about things changing because it, that, that's something that I've really noticed that, uh, you know, a benefit that has come out of this. That's cool. That's really cool. I, I, that's interesting. Like, and that's interesting that you can get to see it over the different ages because mm-hmm. it, it sounds like the younger ones probably, but the older ones seem probably, they probably also FaceTime their friends too. So they maybe are used to that medium anyway, but yeah. that's cool. I, at least that they're not, it's not diminished at all. Like at least for the, for ones of a certain age, you know, mm-hmm. they're able to have some effective coaching time still. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, I wondered if, if people, they say people are more productive when they work from home, but you know, that might not always be true for everything. So I just didn't know. You know. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> it definitely depends on the day or what's going on. You know, I, I, I get going on Netflix and then it's hard to do anything, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. Honestly, the adults have been the most difficult to catch up with. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Huh. What about those, the youth that, are having like a, a really hard time in their household. Like the main problem for them is in their household. How has that, have you seen any cases that people are struggling with in their household, but now they're stuck kind of inside their house with that problem. They have really no escape. You mean like the repercussions of that? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Have you had, any, have you been working with anybody in with those circumstances and how has that affected them? Yes. And no, like I said, most of my, most of my clients are teens. So in, I would have to say that those in particular have been beneficial, but the one child, um, I, I just think kind of what I said before, like, it's just somebody who needs to be outside doing things. Um, very like not, not a large attention span. And I don't know if I could necessarily answer your question directly and say, that there is anything specific going on in the home, but I it just more that um, attention deficit or, you know, like definitely needs to get out change of scenery. Um, one, one big problem I've noticed is video games. Kids are spending so much time on video games <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not against it. I've never been a gamer really, but I'm not against it. I just, there's, there are some um, definite cons as far as development goes and so that's that's one concern that I've had, if that answers your question. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe not in your personal experiences, but maybe just an opinion, your thoughts on this. Um, there are a lot of people that um, don't have an ideal home living situation and they struggle with that and that leads them to various uh, mental illnesses. And in times like this where they can't necessarily control um, where they're living or what their circumstances are, they're kind of stuck within that, that struggle within that problem. And they're not allowed to do their usual escapes, whether it be hang out with friends or go to a specific place. And so I, my, my question is maybe just how those people are being affected, um, what they're going through and maybe some, advice for them. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that you have all the answers, but that's just some of the thoughts I've had recently. Yeah, that's a great question. And and you're right about me not having all the answers either. I, would, I actually want to hear Antonio's take on this too. But um, 
you know, I think kind of going back to what you both mentioned before, we got to be innovators. We got to be creative. And the ones who are trying to be creative are the ones who are thriving in this. Um, you know, we, we had Ben care on a few weeks ago and he talked about that, you know, you gotta, you gotta change, you gotta do whatever it takes to, um, you know, adapt. And I think that's huge, whether it's for kids or adults. Um, but yeah, that's, it's going to be a huge struggle. It definitely is. And I think it depends on what role we play. You know, if that's us going through it, then we need to figure out a way to kind of get our minds off that, whether it's music, podcasts, books, uh, go on a walk, you know, if it's kids and we're taking care of a child, you know, understand that maybe the way that they're acting all the time isn't them, but they're, they're cooped up. They're tired of it. Um, help them kind of, you know, get out and I don't know, just kind of get their minds off of things. It is a difficult situation. And, and again, I don't have the answers, but that's kind of my take. I don't know. What do you think, Antonio? I, I, it's interesting. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, for me, it's like just getting out, I think is the best, but there's also a lot of opportunities like to be preoccupied. Maybe video games aren't always the best. I'm not, I will admit I've definitely increased my video game playing time. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I, I know. I just funny, but it's like, no, I definitely recently have been playing, you know, more. It's just, there's a lack of things to do, you know, but you know, it's all right. It's all right. You know, you balance it out, you, you read or whatever. And, and, uh, and so, but it is interesting. And I think right now for me, it's like, I've been using it as a time to, to get interested in things like, Oh, I want to watch these movies. So I'm going to watch these movies. Like I wouldn't normally watch this or watch these series or whatever, or, or get interested. Like I've been learning about options trading recently. And it's like, I don't know. I've just been using it as a chance to kind of learn and, and about myself and, and kind of improve myself. And, and I think even if you can't always in kind of alter your environment, you can at least try to better your internal environment, try to, you know, get things that you're interested in and, and, and kind of tackle it at least in the most positive way that you can, because yeah, I think being cooped up in a house, you can tend to start to fight with the people you are with. And um, I think they saw a spike in divorces in China after the lockdown in Wuhan. So I mean, you do, you can butt heads with people you're around, but I think just trying to improve yourself and keep yourself occupied the best you can, I think is, is really all you can do. Like we've got all the stuff we got, we've got plenty of stuff. We have way more stuff than they had in 1920. So. Right. Right. We're so blessed to honestly, I, I keep thinking about that every day. It's like, we're so blessed because how many people are working from home right now? Yeah. So many so many like i I mean you go on and and you 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 read you know horrible accounts of what it is and you also can read people posting on reddit or or twitter wherever and it's like you're fine you know i know a lot of people too that are continuing to have their jobs or whatever and it's like it's okay then you also know people that are on unemployment and and you know they're looking for work which is not good but um it's just interesting like it's a very unique situation that we're all in and and i think it's interesting how it's impacting people you know like um so i yeah it's just i think the biggest thing you need is just keep yourself occupied like personally and 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 try to try to hope that this is going to end soon but even if it takes until the fall you know at least we have way more than they had in 1920 because yeah i don't know how they did it i don't know what they (laughs) 
Yeah. A lot of people died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they did. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you talked about you got to take this time to better yourself and improve yourself. Think of how many people say, you know, I don't have time. I want to do this. I don't have time. And now this is just the perfect opportunity because you have nothing but time. I mean, there are those that still have to work. They still have to do um, various things. But, I mean, the majority of people are just being given this time right now. And it's up to us whether we're going to use that time to do all the things that we've always said we don't have time for and better ourselves, come out with a side hustle, come out with um, something new that we've learned. It's a perfect opportunity for us to better ourselves, like you said. And it's really just up to us whether we're going to take advantage of that or not. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. I think we'll see a lot of creative projects come out of this. I think we'll see a lot of interesting stuff, you know, two, three years down the road as a result of this time, you know people learning all these new skills. Clearly there's people learning all kinds of things because Home Depot is full. So <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I think it will be cool. I think it will be interesting. There's a lot of, I think it will be positive overall uh, if people, you know, learn about themselves and stuff. Well, I kind of want to touch on that, Antonio, because you, uh, not to not to kind of fluff your feathers too much, but you're really good at that. Like you, you uh, take a lot of opportunities to better yourself. And I've always looked up to that. So how, you know, maybe a couple of questions, what, what drives you to do that? And, and what are your routines? What are you, what are you spending your time doing? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I just, I just get naturally curious about things and then just be like, you know what, I, I, I want to figure this out. I want to kind of understand it, like how the people that understand it, understand it. And, and so I just kind of go about it and I also kind of get obsessive about it too. So it's like, Oh, I'll just go deep dive into it if it is really that interesting. So, um, but recently, you know, I've just been a lot of just kind of, uh, like I said, I've been doing a stock. So I've just been really getting into that. And so really it's just been a lot of kind of going on the news, looking at websites, um and just kind of being a lot on robin hood i've been on robin hood quite a bit <laughs> the last few days um and just kind of finding things that i'm interested in on there and, and and just identifying things uh and kind of just trying to learn trends and stuff and so that's what's been keeping me pretty occupied that and trying to find tv shows to watch and there's been a lot of great stuff out there and so it's been kind of cool to watch and find some unique movies and stuff so doing those two things just kept me kind of busy and sprinkling in school when I don't want to procrastinate it too much. But um, yeah, I think for me, it's been, been a lot of that just kind of being finding some hobby and just kind of going into it and, and just been going on that going ham with it. Just to finish things off here. What's, what's a, a good way for people to stay positive in a time like this? I mean, you're, I, I would say that you're pretty naturally positive, but um, for every person, there's those times where you're feeling down, where it's it's a real struggle and it's hard to stay positive. Um, how do you stay positive and how, what advice would you give people during this time to stay positive? Just knowing that things work out. Um, for me, uh, I just always think kind of this, this mantra that I kind of live by is speak it, believe it, receive it. Like, I mean, if you, if you speak it, if you want it to happen uh, and you believe it, it's going to happen and, and you can look at tons of examples of people that have uh, 
have done that, you know, really manifested that. But even in my own life, I've known that like when I want something and I really put it out there that it, that it's going to happen. And so just knowing that, look, like this is, this is a temporary thing. Like whether it lasts two weeks or a year or two, that is temporary. And, and just knowing that things come and go and, and just trying to improve yourself and just do the best that you can. For me, that's kind of how I keep positive. Like, you know what, like this is going on. I'm going to focus on what I can control and what I can control. And I'm going to have these goals and um, I'm just going to make them happen. And, and I'm in my life. I know when I want, when it, it does happen, you know, things do work out for, for a better, uh, for a better result. And so that's how I kind of keep positive. Just like knowing like when I want something, let's just put my energy behind that. And when you got that, all that energy going behind it, things, things do work out speak it believe it receive it that's what you said yeah you know you know who i actually got that from is deontay wilder uh the the boxer Mm -hmm. and just just seeing his story of like he's gonna start boxing at the age of 20 22 and and now he's well he was i mean they get defeated but just going like 40 and oh so it's like it's super cool to see that like you know someone's putting their mind to it and they're going to become the best boxer in the world so it's like i think those kinds of things are really cool and inspiration like yeah like things are possible for people you know you obviously i'm not going to be a boxer i'm not into that but things are possible for people you know you can you know it it is possible to live how you want to live you just got to make it happen and, and and put that energy out there and things do work out for sure i love that and i would definitely second that challenge to everybody um, you know, speak it, believe it, or speak it, believe it, receive it. Yep. Um, yeah. So with that, like I said, just kind of to wrap up, what, what does the future look like for you then? We'll find out. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited this semester will end and, uh, maybe go camping a lot this, (laughs) this summer. That might be the, that might be the great traveling that I do, but um we'll see what the future holds i'm excited i don't i don't necessarily know too much what's going to happen but i am excited to see what how things go in the future because i definitely think it's going to be good so awesome i think the future is bright for you so (laughs) we we appreciate you taking the time to be on here look up to you a lot really appreciate all you're doing yeah thank you thank you for having me this was fun it's been fun talking with you guys of course